A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. zone. Thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. Why, yes, indeed, it is time for Critical Thinking. Thank you for joining us on this Tuesday, August 23rd, year of our Lord, 2022. Mr. Padoni alongside me. He's at the Padoni Show. I'm at the Coppin Show. You can also find us on Instagram as a show page at Critical Thinking Show. So like us there. Um, it is going to be a very interesting truth or fiction Tuesday because the truth, the science, our Lord, Savior, Dr. Anthony Fauci did exactly what I predicted in some, what, six months ago, Pat? maybe eight months ago at this point, and he is tucking his tail and running for the hills just as the GOP will get power in the legislature, right? In the Congress, maybe the Senate, we'll see about that. Um, that looks less and less likely as time is going on, but you don't want to answer Hashtag the question. Are, are, are you sure? Because, um, I mean, he is 80 plus years old. Right. And he is the longest serving um, federal employee of all time, Pat. Yeah. Now, one would think that as you're about to retire, as you're making this announcement, it would behoove you to make this announcement and shut up, right? You would think so, but uh, that that that's not his style. We we know that, right? Because he, much like the um, the transgender activist community, cannot find a camera they don't like. And uh, Fauci said this, Pat, upon his um, 
announcement yesterday. And of course, this was on MSNBC home turf. It's going because we've been fooled before. We didn't fully appreciate the magnitude of HIV back in the early 80s when I first got involved, when the first cases were recognized. And there were so many things we learned on the run with COVID. I mean, the things that we thought we knew in the beginning turned out as the months went by to not be the case, which really forced us to adapt and to change some of our policies and recommendations. That was interpreted by many as flip-flopping or not really knowing what's going on when it really was the evolution of the science. So one of the lessons that I hope we learn is that we've got to be prepared. We've got to be able to respond, but we've also got to be flexible. You know, some of our military colleagues have told us it's kind of like when you're. Thoughts, Mr. Padoni, thoughts. Um, it's one thing as science comes out and, and changes to update policy. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to stop you right there, Pat. Mm -hmm. He is science. According to, to him, yes, yes. He is the science trademark. Um, but my, my point is this. It's one thing because, you know, things that we knew and we thought we knew science-wise years ago have turned out to not be true years later based upon more evidence, so on and so forth. Yeah, for instance, bloodletting and leeches, right? <laughs> like, we ain't right. curing uh, bloodborne illnesses by leeching you. Know, the, you. Earth, the earth was flat, right? You know? Right. It, my, my, my thing is this. You do not make public policy on what ifs. You do not go after people's rights, their livelihoods, their way of life their their ability to be able to provide for their families on well we we think this might work and then two weeks later change your policy then two weeks later again change your policy then two weeks later again change your policy that is not a way to live that is what that is partially what people are so pissed off about is you screwed with my life right now, I want you to juxtapose that with Robert Redfield. I don't know if you heard or saw this over the weekend. Neil Cavuto had him on over on his weekend show. And Robert Red Redfield was the old head of the CDC, okay, under okay. the Trump administration. And he infamously talked about how masks were more protective than, um, than the vaccine, right? And he really pushed masking in schools for evs. This weekend, what did he do when he came on Neil Cavuto's show? He talked about how hindsight being what it is, he wished he would never have, uh, have pushed it because it turns out that they don't provide the protection that they thought they did. And the consequences of that, the things they didn't think through were far greater than the consequences of kids getting COVID-19. Right. He literally did a mea culpa. But what did Neil Cavuto do? 
go all fear mongering on him. How dare you go back on that? Right. Basically saying like, well, what about all the people who would have gotten COVID? Are you saying that more people getting COVID would have would have been better off? And his response was for children. Yes. Because the 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 things, the the loss of education, the basically two to three years that they're never going to get back. The confusing of the generation, the substance abuse, the alcoholism that's coming and has already begun, 10-year-olds getting addicted to coke and meth at rates we've never seen before, right? All of the things, those are more severe for our society than what was going on with COVID-19 for the children. That, my friends, is somebody who is involved in public policy saying, you know what, I I made a mistake, and had we known what we know now, we would have done something different. He also believed that any restriction, and he went on to say this during the Neil Cavuto interview, any restriction beyond the first two weeks to kind of gather some more data was something he would never support going forward. But here's the problem I have with both of these individuals, okay? Mm. On the one hand, do I appreciate the mea culpa? You are correct, I do. But, Robert Redfield, this data, this information that you said you didn't know was readily available June of 2020. This information was known throughout the world in June of 2020. You you persisted with this a year and a half later. Only now when it's convenient because you can look like the hero to, you know, our Lord, Savior, President, Dr. Anthony Fauci as the villain. Do you get to do this mea culpa? This mea culpa really should have happened two years ago. Right, that's my point. This should have been, okay, so June of 2020, when we know the studies that are coming out of Europe, the studies that are coming out of Asia, the studies that are coming out of all parts of the globe when it comes to children and COVID-19, specifically this. We knew all along that this was a thing that they could have prevented, that the consequences of lockdowns, the consequences of remote learning, the consequences of all of these things were so bad. We knew it. And now you come up with this when it's nice and convenient for you to play the good guy to the bad guy, Anthony Fauci. This is the unconscionable part. This is the reason we need these Nuremberg-style trials. We really do. We need them. Because these people need to be held accountable, number one. And number two, we need to make sure that the American people, that nay, the world, understands exactly what happened so it never happens again. And Pat, I talked about this a few weeks ago, right? The um, the the documentary on Discovery Plus, right? The, the one that was talking about the human-chimp uh, hybrid, right? Right. And it talks mm-hmm. about the fact that it goes beyond gain of function. It goes beyond all of this. It goes, it goes into 
not even just the ethics, but the morality of let's grow human organs inside of another living being, another creation of God. That's why you don't see Anthony Fauci giving a mea copa. That's why you don't see Anthony Fauci saying, you know what, there were things that I got wrong and things that I was wrong about, and I wish I could take them back. You're never going to see that. But they need to be held to account because they made these decisions in spite of hundreds, and I mean hundreds of fellow doctors, epidemiologists, virologists. You can go down the gamut, data analysts, people like myself, like Steve Dace, like Daniel Horowitz, doing all of the legwork to use the numbers that you and the CDC, you and the federal government, you and the NIH over in the UK, the German numbers, the Japanese numbers, the studies all over the world, right? All we were doing at the time and why this became so damning to them and why it became so we must throttle their speech. You think in two years, Pat, I, 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 I could only gain two followers on Twitter? That's, that is mathematically bot impossible. How the hell does that happen? It happens because we dared to speak and use their own information. I didn't even have to go down any sort of conspiracy theory route. I didn't have to go down the, the insane routes that some people have gone down. I just simply had to shove data right back in their face. This is your data. Explain it. Or your lack of data. Explain that. Or your IMHE modeling, which told us in six months, two million people would be dead. Now, it turned out over the course of three years almost that, you know, six or three million people would die, right? But that's a vastly different scenario than six months. In which a, a tenth of the world's population would pass away in six months. That's a freaking problem. It never happened. The Imperial College modeling. That is where all of this started. And, and I also heard Rand Paul talk about this, Pat. And I want to get your thoughts. Because Rand Paul talked about the fact that we're, we're all imperfect human beings. We're going to make mistakes. But when you make the mistake, you don't double down on the mistake. When you make the mistake, you try to pull back, understand some data, and work from it, right? And he talked about the, the fact that the unforgivable part of all of this is that this information was in front of them, is that they began to change definitions so that they could look good, so that, you know, our Lord, Savior, President, Dr. Anthony Fauci could deny gain-of-function research was going on in Wuhan, that the United States of America was funding this type of stuff. We also have two weeks ago, right, the 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 study that told us that uh, a disease with a 60% death rate is, a t they're attempting in labs to aerosolize that. Have we thought about any of the consequences of those actions? No, apparently not. We have learned absolutely nothing from an, an absolutely brutal two-year pandemic lockdown, all of the bullcrap. The, the city of Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky, 
masking all their kids up as they go back to school. Washington, D.C., 40% of all of the black children in Washington, D.C. that would have attended Washington, D.C. public school system cannot do it over the age of 12 because they refuse to get the vaccination, which is, statistically speaking, the right call. Because why? You have a, statistically speaking, at least 10 to 30 times more of a chance of a drastic heart condition than dying of COVID. Why the hell would you take that risk at 12 years old? Why would you do that to yourself? 17-year-olds, 19-year-olds, 22-year-olds, right? The story of the FIU uh, player uh, this past weekend. Dustin Knox's little brother, 22 years old, just boop, up and dies. We have no no clue as to the reasoning behind it. But would I be shocked, considering it, 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 the only information is that it doesn't look to be drugs or alcohol, right? It doesn't look to be uh, suicide. So what would I gather? What would I gander as a guess, Pat? Let me guess. You got boosted. That would have been my first guess. That's my first guess. When any of these, you know, individuals, we had it. We had it. We had it, Pat. We had the moment. Christian Erickson in the 20, well, well, 2021, but the 2020 uh, European Championships, right? One of the scariest moments in pro sports history, right? Goes dead on the field. No contact, no blow to the head, no nothing. Just collapses and is dead on the field. Thank God for the quick response and revival uh, by teammates, by people in the stands, by the, the athletic trainers. And now he's back playing at the highest level. He's lucky as shit. But we literally watched somebody die just a few weeks after getting the vaccine. All of this information was readily freaking available the entire time. We had the Wisconsin election, right? The how we can't have mass gatherings all across the state. That that's going to cause, you know, a, a super spreader event. 17 people, none of which you could prove actually got it from this because all 17 of them had been out and about prior to this event not to mention all the people in the household who had been out prior to the event not a single piece of evidence suggested any of the measures any of the things that they tried were working not one there is not a single shred of scientific evidence and all i had to use was your own data your own numbers your own shit He is easily the biggest villain since Benedict Arnold in American history. Easily. And sub, Pat, because I know this is a truth or fiction Tuesday, right? Correct? Well, yes. Okay. What did I propose to you as my first... Uh, Truth or fiction? Oh, I don't remember what you proposed as your first, but um, enlighten me. 
<sighs> so I'm trying to find it right now because I know I had, I had it written down. Um, <coughs> but anyway, Pat, your thoughts on on Fauci, his evilness, and where we go from here? Well, it, it's like you and I have been saying for the last several months, Fauci is really no longer relevant. Um, mm-hmm. and, and we've tried very hard not to truly feature him on this show unless there is something that truly warrants it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the reason why is because there is nothing else that this man can say that lends him any kind of credibility in how we live our lives and what we should do from a medical standpoint in combating COVID-19. I just had COVID, by the way. Mm-hmm. You've had COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing that Fauci has recommended has has worked for me. Nothing. Granted, I didn't really go down that road anyway, but I treated it like a damn cold. That's mm-hmm. how I treated it. Now, I will say this. It was one of the more crappier colds I've ever had. But that's what it was, ultimately. Um, you so, know, having a so, fever is not fun. Having, like, all of these things, it's not fun, but it's part of life, right? Everybody gets, I get. Let's put it this way, okay? So I grew, when I was growing up, okay, by the time I was in third grade, I was lucky to get a month in school before I spent another month out of school. Okay, so when I was in second grade, I missed almost the entire second semester of of classes. I had to do all my homework at home because I fought off strep throat after strep throat after strep throat after strep throat. What was the remedy? Tonsils and adenoids came out. But ever since those tonsils and adenoids were removed, I experienced what is almost a sinus infection, but not really. It's massive drainage down my throat. It is um, bitter coughs, and you know this, Pat. Yeah. It, it comes on. I don't know, it comes on four times a year, and I get mm-hmm. it. I get it, yep. and I get sick. And it is a cold plus sinus and all this other garbage. It's not fun. No, but, but I would rather life. deal with that than getting strep throat every single month. Sure, that, that's why I bring this up, right? Like I would right. rather deal with the, that that small window in which there's four days that I don't feel good, than the consequences of strep throat all the time. I would rather live with the consequences of of eating a much more gluten free diet than the consequences of pain every single day. Right? Like it's these are the trade offs that we have to make. But, Pat, my truth or fiction for you is this. At the end of the day, Anthony Fauci will not be held accountable. Truth or fiction? Will not be held accountable? Mm -hmm. Truth. Um, And and the only reason I say that is is because there is no no Democrat anywhere that, that is willing to really truly hold him accountable. Second of all, there are a lot of Republicans that talk a big game, probably the only one of which 
that I can think of, at least in terms of the Senate, that, that would even be remotely willing to and has been willing to do so is Rand Paul. But I don't that's think that's not that he necessarily has- true. Um, so Senator Kennedy of, of Louisiana and sure. Ron Johnson of Wisconsin right. have been right with Rand Paul. Sure, sure. Okay. So, I, I mean, but, but beyond that, I mean, it, they don't have enough backing it um, from a congressional standpoint to really, truly do anything about it. 100% um, true. 100% and, true. And, and so, like, like, like you have your few that, that are willing to do something, but all in all, no. Um, as a people, um, I, I think, honestly, most people are just going to be willing to say, let, let Fauci go gently into that good night and let's never speak of him again. But, but here's the issue. Mm. The media will not do that. The media will not allow Anthony Fauci because the next time something comes up, who are they going yeah. to turn to? Anthony well, Fauci. Exactly. It, and I agree with you 100% that he will not be held accountable. And how do I know mm. that? He wasn't held accountable for his bullshit in the AIDS epidemic. And, he, and, and he mean, hasn't he, really been held accountable created, for over the last few years. And, and I, I understand that. But what I'm saying is, like, we had all of the evidence of the AIDS epidemic and him being wrong. And he still right. kept his job. He still was the head of the NIAID, right? He right. was still in a position of power despite all of those things. The other issue here is the bureaucracy is what? Full of apologists for Anthony Fauci. Full of people who loved the power and the fear and the chaos that they were able to create. Right. With that all having been said, Pat, why don't we play a little bit of the uh, the B or not the B before we get into um, a couple more truth or fictions? Let's do it. All right, are you ready for today's headline? Hit me with it. Um, how hard? Hard as hard as you want. Is you, oh, you do look a little like Anthony Fauci, so yes, I will. Oh, what? Yeah, I'm just pretending your face is Anthony Fauci right now because I would uh, love to just. Anyway, oh yeah. the headline Get today low. for the B or not the B Pentagon mandates monkeypox vaccine, but only for Navy. Pentagon mandates monkeypox vaccine, but only for Navy. All right. So, folks, you're looking to buy or sell your home. You're wondering what's going on. Rents are increasing. Are they increasing by more than your appreciation value of your home? All of this wonderful goodness. Mr. Patoni, um, how, how can people, um, who should they turn to for some uh, friendly advice, even if you're not in the Chicagoland area? Who who might know some data, some statistics, and more importantly, people in your area who would be able to assist you in buying or selling your home? Who, hmm. Who could that be? Well, I mean, I, I, I have a uh, good realtor in mind. I mean, she she helped me buy my own house. You, you mean the house that you had to um, um, almost completely redo, what, two years after you bought it? In fairness, that was after a freak accident, not because of the house, you dork. Did so, you just use the term dork? Yeah. But the answer is go to closewithcoppins.com. Oh, DM it's close with Coppins. Oh, that's right. Okay. Andrew Coppins, licensed realtor here in the state of Illinois. 
Please check us out. Uh, check me out at closewithcoppins.com or you can DM me um, or you can get a hold of me um, via the link tree on my Instagram page. Um, but yeah, if you want advice, if you want to know what, what options might exist for you, uh, more importantly, what mortgages might exist, because believe it or not, there are plenty of options other than your 30 year, your conventional, your VA. Oh, and by the way, you wanted to become a doctor and you're in ass tons of debt. There's a doctor loan program that will get you literally 0% interest, Pat, 0% interest. I, I, I want 0% interest. Zero down payment. I, I now, the 0% interest is only for a limited time. I don't know the whole program, but I know it's zero down. Zero dollars mm. down. So you can concentrate on paying off that debt. Mm. That's that's a huge burden to lift off of your shoulders as you are a fledgling doctor. Mm. So I've got those tips and tricks for you. Go to closewithcoppins.com, DM me, find the link tree, whatever you need. I got you. All right. That having been said, do you need the headline one more time? One more time. Pentagon mandates a monkeypox vaccine, but only for Navy. Is that the B or not the B, Pat? See, I'm going to go with not the B on this one because this feels true. And this also feels like the rest of the military just trolling the Navy at this point. Um, also, why do I get the feeling like, you know, you're stuck on a submarine or a ship for, for so long, you know, there seems to be a problem with men and men shacking What's up man? for some reason. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a fair point. Final but, answer? Uh, no, I'm, I'm going with not to be. Final answer. You just cost us $50. Dominic gives those money because this is totally the Babylon B. Come on, Pat. Everybody knows the jokes about the Navy. The Pentagon just announced that they will be making new monkeypox vaccine mandatory, but just for the Navy. Quote, after careful research into how monkeypox is spread, we've determined the Navy to be at dire risk, said Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin. Quote, the other branches, meh, should be fine. The, the Pentagon became aware of the acute danger monkeypox presented after the entire crew of the USS Harvey Milk tested positive last week. Quote, <laughs> that ship is something out of a nightmare. It's like a haunted house right now, said physician Dr. Ryan Walter. We heard reports of the first case last week. Then all of a sudden, boom, the whole ship goes down. Quite the medical mystery. The new mandate comes on the heels of the Defense Department losing tens of thousands of soldiers who declined the COVID vaccine. Quote, in a time of historic recruitment struggles, we remain committed to losing even more desperately needed servicemen, said Secretary Austin. Any mandate we can put in place to further weaken military readiness, we are there. Let's be real, though. The Navy actually needs this monkeypox shot. At publishing time, Navy servicemen had replied to the mandate saying it's, quote, not funny and that no one will obey any more orders from Secretary Austin until he takes off that stupid face shield. <laughs> speaking speaking of which, did you see that uh, was it the CDC that came out and is, is recommending that people wear masks to prevent monkeypox? Yes. Uh that is not how that is spread here. not at all is there any evidence anywhere that this is an aerosol virus no is there just is stay there away from the anus area let's, let's just though. say that 
anuses of dogs, anuses of humans, whatever. Stay away. It's a, it, as far as I can tell, it's, a, it's mostly a sexually transmitted disease. It's a pretty shitty situation. It, it, yeah. Yeah. And with Let's that, Pat, um, in honor of our, well, in honor of the science trademark, the truth registered trademark, Lord, Savior, Dr. President Anthony Fauci. We know he's going to get a huge-ass book deal, right? Yeah, uh, right after he's getting the uh, taxpayer-funded pension that, that he's uh, right. going to get in his retirement package. Now, if I were the Republicans, this is what I would go after. I, I don't even know if I would... Um, I don't even know if I would do anything other than just go after his pension. Pull it. He does not deserve a dime of our money. $350,000 a year, by the way, Pat. Yeah, no. It makes me not want to pay taxes anymore. With that being said, though, he's going to get a huge book advance, right? More than enough to make up for years of his pension that he shouldn't receive. Uh-huh. So with that being said, we, we put our brains together, our feeble minds together, and came up with some book titles. starting. With number five, Fauci, my life as the science trademark. <laughs> I, I love how you put the trademark there, by the way. You're welcome, because, I mean, technically, he is the science. And you know that he loves patents and trademarks. After all, that's how he's made his multi-millions of dollars plus his book deals, right? I have never seen somebody fail so epically and become so epically rich while doing both things. Like, I, I don't I don't get it. But anyway, number four on the book title list, Pat, gain of function, the Anthony Fauci story. You, you OK there? Yeah, I just had to sneeze. You know, uh, uh. Is, is are you allergic to Anthony Fauci? Is, is that what? What's going I, on? I, I'm allergic to gain of function research. As we should be. Yeah. Number three on the list. AIDS and COVID. How I lied and still became your savior. Thoughts, Pat. Thoughts. I, I mean, there are people that literally still worship at the altar of Fauci. Oh, 100%. I mean, look at all the Buddha idols and all the, you know, bull crap that, that people still worship the altar of. It, it hasn't mattered that he's been wrong and provably wrong on AIDS. I mean, you were not alive, Pat, when that AIDS scare was going on. And I can tell you that was so real. That was so scary, right? It was so the, – the, the way the American public reacted to it was epic. It was ridiculous now that we know the information that we know and, more importantly, the information we knew – late 80s, early 90s, compared to what Anthony Fauci and his ilk were telling us. I mean, literally, people wouldn't sit on toilet seats. People wouldn't um, eat the same food. Wouldn't, you know, wouldn't do this, wouldn't do that, wouldn't shake hands, wouldn't do this for fear of getting AIDS and dying. Because, yes, AIDS was a death sentence back then, and we have advanced drugs to the point where you can become undetectable, therefore AIDS cannot progress anymore. But... You didn't live through that period, and that was ridiculous, and it was all caused by the ridiculous research of the science trademark. Now, number two on the list, 
of five most likely Fauci book titles, Both Sides, Grifting Your Way to Millions by Anthony Fauci. You know, considering that he, you know, if, if you think back to the, the early days of COVID, it was masks won't work. They, 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 won't, they won't stop the spread of COVID. Then it was wear a mask. And then eventually it became double mask. And then we, we all have to wear masks again. Like, like we can't, we can't not stop wearing masks now. Yep. Um, and then get the jab, get the jab, get the jab, get your booster, get your booster, get your booster, get your fifth booster. You know, like all of these things. Right. I mean, keep the, the constant moving of the goalposts. Um, yeah, he, he's definitely played both sides of the, of, of all of the arguments. He's made millions off of it. He's gotten, how many hours of of interviews mm-hmm. on national mm-hmm. television and now he now he's getting how much of our money again through what $350,000 a year in a pension i mean the the man has made more money off of this than not yeah it, it's bad i mean the media appearances the all the crap now Number one on this list, Fauci and Bargain, the booster edition. Yes, this is a this is a brand new edition of Fauci and Bargain. Um, the uh, the famous, the best-selling Steve Dace book. I think we have to have an update. We have to update our booster shots here, and we need more information about Fauci, gain of function, all of the things that have gone on. We need an update to it, right? We have to update our boosters. Well, I would imagine that there's going to be some information about that coming out in his uh, new book that's coming out, I think, in what, February? Yeah, it's called The Fourth Reich. Oh, uh-huh. I would imagine there will be information about some of this in there. Right. The Fourth Reich and basically it's um, the, the modern Nuremberg trials. Right. It basically it's a it's a book that would be if the modern if uh, the Nuremberg style trial was going on, this is what would happen. And, and I'm going to be fascinated to read it. Um, hopefully we can get a preprint edition. Wink, wink. Uh, that would be great. Maybe we can get him on the show. Just just saying. Or Daniel Horowitz, uh, I, either I, one of them. I, I, I think we'll be able to pull it off. Yeah. Considering we've done it before, I think we'll be able to pull it off. My lack of faith in you, Pat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. So, Pat, um, we've done a lot. Last time, didn't I? Now, folks, if... Um, if you would like to participate, use the hashtag Fauci book title. Use the hashtag Fauci book title. And let us know your brand new Anthony Fauci book titles that will be coming our way sometime in 2023. Let us know. Um, you can uh, also add us. I'm at the Coppin Show. He's at the Pat Oni Show. That's uh, Facebook, Twitter, um, Getter, wherever you would like to do so. Enter the hashtag Fauci book title and uh, let's have some fun. All right. So with that being said, Pat, uh, you got a truth or fiction here for us? Yeah. And, and, you know, I I thought I would go a little bit of a different route today, um, considering you uh, tend to like all things education and and, and how it relates to our education system. That is that is a, a topic that Andrew is actually very, very passionate about. If you can't tell, having listened to the show before, I thought I would go down go down this road a little bit. 
Truth or fiction? Historically speaking, homeschooling has been about 3% within the country. This year, truth or fiction, it is up to 20%. Truth. Um, that's 100% true. And, and I know this because we saw 50,000 students that were supposed to have shown up to LA school district classes not show up yesterday. We're seeing a massive decrease in the amount of people in Chicago public schools, private schools, all sorts of stuff. We're seeing this across the country. So this is totally true. Um, I also have an education related truth or fiction for you, Pat, as, as we're okay. talking about this. Speaking okay. of homeschooling. The left's new war will be on homeschooling, and they will attempt to ban it a la Germany. Truth or fiction? I'm going to go truth, because how, how else are they going to indoctrinate your kids? You're taking their power away by pulling your kids out of schools. So the next thing that they're going to do is they, they have to come after the whole idea of homeschooling um, and, mm. and, and fight against it tooth and nail as much as they can to prevent it as much as possible. I mean, how do you go from from historically around 3% to 20% in the course of a year? Um, yeah. And, that, and, and I think crazy. And I think By the way, kind of dovetail together, Pat, because mm-hmm. to your point about the 20% number, mm-hmm. that is a dent to the power, right? That right. is the dent to the the purse strings of these schools and the, the grift of the administrative state of education, right? When right. suddenly that dollar doesn't doesn't exist anymore. How do you fund $150,000, you know, administrative salaries? You can't. How do you fund? I, I want you to think about this. The average teacher in Chicago public schools, the average teacher makes almost $100,000 a year. In fact, more teachers make over $100,000 than make under $70,000. By the way, um, that number, that twenty percent number, just just for the sake of uh, giving this out to people that that may be skeptical of this, this came from the Glenn Beck program yesterday, and Glenn actually got it from David Barton, who's been very involved in the education processes throughout the country, especially when it comes to homeschooling. Now, I also think that the left will go after homeschooling, not just because of the power issue, not because of the indoctrination issue, but because they believe it. Think of how they they talk about religion today, Pat, on the left. That's really the crux of where they're going to come after you. How dare you religiously educate your child in the home? How dare you decide to, you know, maybe take your block or uh, the kids um, in the church, right? And teach them within a religiously bound education. How dare you? And furthermore, there's got to be standards. Oh, wait, you mean just like um, here in Illinois, we've you, you don't have to take the SAT or the ACT. What what's a what's a GPA to get into to most colleges in this state now? So on one hand, release the standards because why? Oh, because um, you claim the standardized testing and you claim the standards of public education are racist, right? On the other hand, how dare you homeschool your child because uh, standards? 
Say what? What do you care about standards all of a sudden for? More importantly, education is much more than testing. Education is much more than those things. Do I agree that we should have basic functions? Absolutely. But what if I wanted to financially give my child an education in financial literacy? What if that was the focus that I wanted for my child? I can make an argument that that education is much more vital than learning critical race theory. In fact, I guarantee you it's much more vital to survival than learning critical race theory. Yet you're going to you're going to tell me I have to teach CRT, right? Suddenly the standards for homeschooling are going to go this way, and pretty soon they're going to become so restrictive that no homeschool um, company, no homeschool adventure will exist. They will use the administrative state to do this to us. I guarantee it, Pat. Guarantee it. Now, I do have one more truth or fiction for us. Okay. I do have one more. Um, truth or fiction, Pat. Um, electric vehicles and solar panels do not create energy independence for America. Truth or fiction. So electric vehicles and solar panels. Mm -hmm. Basically, let's just throw it out there. Renewable energy does not create energy independence for America. Truth or fiction? At least, at least by today's standards, that would be truth. We don't get enough of, of it to be able to truly become energy independent. There, there's no way. We're not efficient enough. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're not efficient enough at either of those things to become truly sustainable on our own with that. Right. Um, and because with EVs, you still need oil. Okay. So I, I agree with you, but let's listen to Jennifer Granholm, the uh, secretary of energy. And really, you could make the same argument when you're talking about tax breaks for adding solar panels, energy efficient windows, appliances, heat pumps. You know, what do you say to the families who simply can't afford this stuff in the first place? Well, number one, for your home, yes, there are significant incentives in this bill, which is great to reduce people's energy costs on a monthly basis. So if you are low income, you can get your home entirely weatherized through the expansion from the bipartisan infrastructure law, a significant expansion. You don't have to pay for anything. If you want uh, heat pumps, insulation, new windows, that is covered. If you are moderate income, today you can get 30% off the price of solar panels. Those solar panels can be financed, so you don't have to have the big outlay at the front. And when they're financed, they're financed to the in a way that reduces your energy bill, even though you have solar panels. With this 30% off, it's a significant incentive. Same thing with, if you, are, if you don't qualify for the weatherization program, you will be able to, starting next year, get rebates on the, the appliances and equipment that will help you reduce your monthly energy bill by up to 30%. This is all about reducing costs for people. And yet the electricity prices continue. Now, Granholm also continues to talk about in, in subsequent interviews how this is all about getting us off of, you know, look at what's going on in Europe and the the war in Ukraine and, and Russia and China and what happens with Taiwan and da-da-da-da-da, right? 
I want to I want to ask you a very simple question because she, her claim is that the only way th- to true energy independence and true um, independence for America is through these types of renewable energy sources, right? We, renewable electric vehicles, renewable energy that way, solar, wind, blah, 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 right? Right. Who makes the solar panels? Where do the um, parts for solar panels come from? Where do... We are not. This is fiction for me. This is 100% fiction for partly what you said, right? I We don't have the infrastructure, nor is the technology there to flip the switch today. And everybody right. does it. It doesn't exist. But But it is absolutely untrue, right? Absolutely untrue that just flipping the switch, even if we were there, even if we were infrastructurally there, it is absolutely untrue that flipping that switch would make us energy independent. No, it would actually make us wholly dependent on China, on Taiwan, on other places where, guess what? We don't have the earthly materials to be able to do this. You know, it's it's like when we talk about the parallel economy, right? The idea that we can just live side by side and separate our economies, right? Uh, one side is is liberal, the other, or one side is leftist, the other side is is team GOP, right? We we can't right. parallel economy our way out of this. We cannot suggest, on the one hand, that we have to get off of foreign oil because look at the wars and and they have us bent over a barrel. If we flip that switch today and and went all solar all the time, all wind turbines, all this, all that, who has the infrastructure? Who has the parts? Who produces the earthly materials that make up that solar panel? China. We would be fully, wholly dependent upon china to produce our energy it would be worse than it is today our dependence on our enemy let's be real about this if you firmly believe in liberty in capitalism nay free markets china is our enemy if you believe in that if you wanted to make America more dependent. I can't think of another way to do it than this. If we flip the switch tomorrow, China would literally and figuratively own our asses, even even more than they own some of our debt, right? They would literally have us over a barrel. It is exactly what they have done in Africa, right? With all of the infrastructure and energy and all of the things that they have invested in, in places like Ethiopia. If you were to go to Ethiopia right now, they have some of the greatest um, infrastructure in Africa. They have some of the best public transportation in all of Africa. All of it funded 100% by the Chinese Communist Party. Why? Because they see Africa as that next place for them to grow their influence. We would literally be beholden to 100% our enemy. We don't produce enough. We cannot. We do not have half of the material 
a half of the earthly material to make the product that thus renews and thus gets us off of oil, right? We, we don't have it. It doesn't exist here in America. We cannot physically become independent. We would be fully, wholly, 100% dependent on somebody else to make a product for us to gather energy and use it. This woman is insulting to every single person. It is insulting to suggest, well, just finance it. It's insulting to suggest, well, you can get your home weatherized for, uh, for free by the federal government. It is absolutely 100% insulting to suggest, well, you get a 30% rebate, you get this off, and you get this. Well, there's a $7,500 credit um, if you buy an electric vehicle. Oh, by the way, that only exists in two models right now, Pat. Did you know that? Yes, two I models, did. Two Two electric vehicles actually qualify for that $7,500 credit. Neither of, which, neither of which I would ever want to get, by the way. Right. One of which is literally a walking death trap. Right. It could explode at any point in time. This is so insulting on its face. And it is, this is the biggest lie that the left is telling us today. If, if we just get off of foreign oil, we won't have to worry about the Russias, the Chinas, blah, blah, blah. No, we would be wholly dependent upon them to produce the things that give us this energy independence. The only true energy independence would come when we produce all of our own hydro power, nuclear power, all of those things combined together with our own oil production, our own coal production all of the all of it put it all into the basket and never ever ever have to be dependent upon the enemy the bad guys the saudi arabias the cutters the the iranian uh, oil production russian oil production we would never have to be ever if we just put all of the eggs into a basket instead we are picking one or two of those eggs and deciding that that is, well, because we don't have to buy oil. It's not about buying oil. It's about what we have to buy and how you produce the things that would create that energy. I have an honest oh. question. <clears throat> I have an honest question here. Why do we have an energy secretary again? And, and again, why are we even paying taxes for this position? Because to me, it seems wholly irrelevant inadequate and a waste of our taxpayer money yeah I, let, let's just put it this way we have an energy secretary and we've had it for 20 years people inside the infrastructure industry have long time been talking about how vulnerable we are to a, a to attack because our infrastructure has not been updated in 60 years 70 right. years 80 years right. we haven't built a new actual transformer area in decades yet emps exist yet all the, we have not figured out how to to take our infrastructure protect it from attack because i'll guarantee you this if we were to ever come under attack it would take one one strike and it would just be our electrical grid 
just take it offline. That's all you need to do. And we would be screwed. That is the focus that we need for this energy secretary position if we're going to have one. If you're going to be useful, that's where you need to be. It's just, it is mind-numbingly dumb. It, it, it just, the, the, it's insulting to suggest, well, if we just do renewable energy, hold up, wait a second. Again, nobody is holding her accountable. That's insane, that statement. That is absolutely patently untrue. We would become, again, I cannot emphasize this enough, we would become more, more dependent, not less dependent, upon foreign adversaries to get to that, well, we, we don't use oil. Okay, that's great. Yes, I get it. That's a renewable source, and we can internalize the actual thing. But the, the things that create that are 100% dependent on somebody else. They would have us right over a freaking barrel until we know that we can 100% internally produce those items, 100%, as in no piece, no part, no nothing of those panels, no nothing of that, um, that electrical side, right? No nothing of our solar panels, no nothing of our wind turbines, nothing, not a single solitary part is produced elsewhere until that happens we are beholden to foreign governments and foreign economies and foreign actors and you know damn well that especially in china especially in taiwan especially in russia that they know damn well the importance of those resources and they will exploit the shit out of us if we did that that is the most dangerous thing that we could do, Pat, is flip the switch today. It is the most dangerous thing. We have to slowly move ourselves in that direction in an all-in approach. We have to. But to put our eggs in these baskets right now is insane. This is the most dangerous foreign policy thing that we could possibly do. We would weaken ourselves as, uh, as an economy, as a geopolitical matter, on every level. I hope I've made that abundantly clear to Jennifer Granholm. Again, if you wanted to destroy this country, what different things would you do than what this administration has done? What different things would you suggest that we do? Trillions more in debt beholden to foreign enemies for your energy production, beholden to other co countries for oil production, um, you know, give away our strategic oil reserves to our enemy. Tank our economy, make all the internal decisions that are antithetical to getting you out of that tank job. What different thing would you do if you wanted to destroy this country than what is going on right now? I can't come up with anything. We just had the New York Times, Pat, put out an op-ed. I get it. It's an op-ed. I understand that it's not necessarily reflective of the New York Times. Talking about how we need to get rid of the Constitution of the United States of America because uh, majority rule should be the thing. 
Have we learned nothing throughout human history of how majority rule goes down? Have we learned nothing about that? That is the ruin of civil society. Mob rule is dangerous. Mob rule is 100% how you destroy this country. Yet that's the route the left wants you to go down. That's the route Jennifer Granholm wants you to go down. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. I, I can't think of a time in which the New York Times would openly advocate for and suggest that the Constitution of the United States of America should, should go by the wayside. And by the way, in that article, Pat, the Senate should just be an advisory board. It shouldn't exist. We should only just have an administrative state making laws, aka Congress, right, or some version of it, and then the Senate exists in an advisory capacity to make sure that those laws do something, and oh, by the way, the Supreme Court doesn't exist either. It, it's just a board of people who decide whether or not the administrative state um, was correct in that law. What but, the but this is why this is why shit. This is why the left continues to push that narrative of democracy, though. Like that, that we are a democracy because this is what they want. You know, again, the, again, the Washington Post: Democracy dies in darkness. No, democracy dies by the spirit of the age. And with that, Pat, your final thoughts. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And hashtag Fauci book titles. Get them in. Please be smart. Be safe. Be kind. As always, Matthew five forty seven. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.